1: From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged. Super excited. Um, Before we jump in, we'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. They are sturdy. They will not break down. <laughs> they don't break down. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Right now, we've got a quarterly membership going on, which I think is awesome. I think it rocks. Um, we've got everything you need um, inside of our roadmap. You know, uh, t Hoops did a roadmap because you're always in one of four seasons, right? You're either in preseason, or you're either in postseason, um you're either in the season or you're in the off season one of those four seasons you're always in and we set up a roadmap and a checklist to make it easier for you so come over join us at ttubes.com let's head off to the podcast Ireland and played in belfast
0: okay and i was lucky enough to be the um uh, i was looking after usf for okay. for the week yep. so my the, the the guy I had to look after most was was Big Bill, so that was right. that was all good for a week. You know, we we, <laughs> we talked some great basketball. Oh, I bet you and, did. And uh, but I got to shoot with that ball then, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I don't like our molten ball, and the, the one we use at international level is a GX, okay. and it's really really slippy. Uh, like
1: it's ridiculously. And slippery. where's People, that made? i think
0: molten are a german company I'm
1: not is sure it a german know. and is it like the one that has the yellow stripe on it that's the one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a it's kind of feel. brown
0: brown kind of white and then the yellow stripe yeah it, it's it's just it, i don't like it <laughs> i don't have to shoot with it anymore though so i don't mind you yeah, know it mean? doesn't
1: it doesn't matter as much as <laughs> for you what what do you think so <clears throat> last question then we're going to do some rapid fire what um what what do you think the biggest change you've seen over in your last in the last twenty years, or what's the biggest change you've seen in basketball?
0: Uh, players are definitely getting more athletic
1: over here. Like we've seen it. Like I
0: mean, guys would get away with being out of shape, you know, and, and still been able to play at the top level. Not anymore. I mean, I, I'm watching videos and and clips on on Twitter and Facebook and and Instagram there of players who are playing. Uh, at Super League and National League and, and international level over here now, and during these times, they're out working out with the ball. They're, you know, they're they're at it all day. Whereas back in my day, shall we say, the guys would have uh, sitting around watching TV, seeing what's going on. it They'd been been have been at the
1: pub. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're,
0: they're definitely definitely better athletes. Like I mean, the last five ten years, it has been phenomenal. You know, all the strength and conditioning stuff that's come into it, the, the dietary stuff, the nutrition stuff, you know, all the sports psychology is dead for better players
1: and better athletes. In my I think so, too. All right. So I'm going to jump into rapid fire. So here, I'm going to ask you a question and give me one answer. Okay. Oh okay I call it rapid fire. One word to describe your ideal player. Honest. Okay. If you go to one sporting event in the world, what would it be? Game seven at TD Gardens. Against the Lakers, Is Celtics versus the Lakers? one just one game. That'll be it. So, uh, coach, be, was I'd... that a big? Was was did you grow up in the Laker Celtic era? Yep. Okay. Big Larry. So big, people big Larry. that don't understand that are like old, like us. You you had to pick like you had to have. I was a Laker. Guy. One or the other. You yeah. you you could not be both. Like you either were a Celtics fan or you were a Lakers fan. People don't understand that it was like it was Bird versus Magic. It was there you, like, go. you. There was no middle ground like whatsoever yes it was my
0: my best friend is a Laker (laughs) you know he's been a Laker all his life and uh, he's my son's
1: godfather I didn't like I didn't like McHale McHale rubbed me the wrong way for some reason great player great player (laughs) but it's like I was a Magic you know anyway yeah I I was a huge Celtics fan
0: but I I had so much admiration for Magic and the way he played and I think he gets overlooked in these conversations about yes. the the best player.
1: I think so too. He changed the game, like he, he like Giannis different positions. Like Giannis is magic. Like he he's that he's not he can't he can't. I mean those kinds he hasn't of got guys, the handles. He doesn't have the handles. He,
0: he hasn't got the vision, but he, he's but he's twenty three. There you coming. go, and, and he's the athlete that maybe like magic brought that athlete that that you could play every position that's the crazy like, part like the, the the game where he played center when yes. uh, kareem got hurt hurt i know i mean i just actually i was watching the 30 for 30 on it there a while ago it, like he just magic is phenomenal have you phenomenal. been to boston i haven't been to boston I was in new york uh, my nephew worked in new york for about 14 years he worked okay. in, a, in a bar just off um just off Times square called the perfect point Okay. Um, yep. So he was a. He used to go
1: and watch the Knicks play all yep. the time. So Times Square Knicks is guy. not New York. Let me say that for first. Times Square this is it not. It is. Well, it is New York, but it's not like that's touristy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's touristy New York. That's not New York. That's touristy New York. We stayed out in Queens. So we're yeah, that, yeah, you got to get real New York. Um, you'd love Boston. Boston is one of those cities. Boston's one of my favorite cities in the U.S. It's a. It's a big city that feels small. Um, okay. So it's not like Chicago or New York or L.A. Those cities all feel really big. If you fly in, it, it's, it's an old town. Boston's a kind of like city. Dublin. eh? Yeah, it is. It feels like it feels like London in some respects. It, yeah. You can walk places. It, it feels more condensed and it does like, oh, my God. This we problem. actually had great plans this year. We
0: were going to go out to Waymo out to um, Jimmy, Jimmy Dolan, Coach Jimmy Dolan down there. Yeah. Uh, with my Irish team this year for our pre-tournament uh, training camp. Okay. That, that was the plan and unfortunately everything is kind yeah, everything's, of, get, uh,
1: everything's get canceled.
0: gone now are championships have been have been deferred and, and called off the next year
1: yeah so you gotta yeah, get to boston you gotta no, get to it's, boston.
0: it's it's book and miss job you know yeah, definitely. you definitely
1: do well it's like reverse for me mine's to get to ireland yours to get to the us that's like it's opposite um so uh favorite pre-game meal <laughs> uh
0: very simple the mars bar really i don't eat before games it's it's just something to make sure i, I, have I no don't sugar. i don't
1: tend to eat a lot either and i tell my yeah. players not to either i say it's be better to play in an empty stomach to be honest with you than so
0: my my guys will always see me on the sideline with a mars bar and a bottle we have a, a drink over here called lucozade okay which is kind of like um, a fizzy version maybe of gatorade or something like that it's got glucose and everything in it okay so
1: that's that's my pregame that's me Okay, regardless um, of what time the game's that one skill not being taught in basketball boxing out ooh, and how do you teach that? by <laughs> drilling the hell out of it and yeah.
0: by making people hold themselves responsible for boxing out the player that they're meant to box out right uh, and I think that's the big thing and like because we're so athletic now we're we're looking to jump and take the ball before we're looking to make contact and hit a player and then go after the ball. And we lose rebounds because of that. And we've, we've lost a, a lot of rebounds. Now, I, I, again, this year, our women's team, I was very, very lucky to have the most dominant big in the league. But we had a, a girl, Witter, who's an Irish girl called Holly Dunn. And, um, like, between those two girls, they were averaging, averaging 35 to 40 rebounds a game. Right. Because they did the right things. They, they weren't trying it. to jump anybody. Right. They were just hitting,
1: making sure that they got good contact, and then they were going after the ball. Yep, it's contact and it's fine, and then contact and then go get it. So, yeah, and you make and sure they, you get it. And the problem is, they sometimes they do the first two and they don't, then they don't go get it. Like that's it, and they, they leave know. it sitting there. I know. You know we, we got a, a fantastic kid <laughs> over here who plays with a, a
0: team called uh, Marvel City Hawks, uh, an American kid called Katie Fox. Katie is about five foot three, and she has more offensive rebounds in the league this year than anybody else. Right as soon as the bigs and everybody boxes out. She's the first one in there taking the ball out of their hands. Right, She's phenomenal
1: at it. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Yeah, we um, we, do, we pay
1: particular attention to her. <laughs> what do you do to relax, Coach? Golf. Ooh, how's your? What's your? What's your handicap? The clubs and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the swing. <laughs> I play off. I
0: play off 19 at the moment, but I can play. I okay, can, I can play a lot. You play a little a bit. A lot less than that.
1: Yeah, we were. Uh, um, gosh, I think this was pre-kids. We were over. We went to St. My, my wife and i got to walk saint andrews and stuff and beautiful um, oh it's gorgeous brother, oh, my, my brother, brother plays it
0: every year really he goes every year to play it himself and his wife go over to stay in the hotel
1: and uh, yeah he goes out and plays two rounds of golf there every year i used to golf i used to fish and golf but it's like it's, it's too much other stuff going on i think but, no the yeah. fishing
0: wouldn't be i don't think i'd have the, the patience for the fishing yeah the, see
1: i i i boat fishing is harder for me i like trout fishing where i'm moving okay there's always another there's always another hole around the next corner when you're trout fishing because you're going up and down a stream Very so good. that's my like attention deficit thing like i gotta like <laughs> always be doing something it's like there's always the better fish around the next corner so you're always looking um we're definitely alike like that yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, what one coaching technique you think's important
0: uh for me i think it's
1: been positive so being positive with your
0: players too many coaches. so you're 90
1: 10 you're ninety ten, I'm, you're I'm 80, 90, twenty. Five,
0: I'm ninety five five.
1: Okay, but when I need to go, I go. You go to the five,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. and, and the five is not where you want to be, right? You know, and my it's favorite, that Irish
1: temper. I don't know if they refer to that in Ireland, but they do over here. It's like ooh, yeah, that Irish it's, temper. <laughs> that little little bit of temperament there. And I'm sure <laughs> if you ask any referee in Ireland, they'd probably say it's
0: ninety five five the other way around <laughs> towards them, but. With my players, you know, I, I, I've done the other side of it. So that's what I talked about earlier on when you asked, you know, something you've learned from the past. Like I, I was that coach who used to stand on the side and berate the players, and it, it was just so idiotic. You right. know I mean? But that's it, youth. I write that off as youth in some respects. It's like he, Yeah, in some respects. Like yeah. For me, it was, it was just – like I probably went a little bit OTT at times as well. But right like now, I, I've learned over the last maybe since I started coaching college basketball, but 16 years I'm in Carlo now, yeah. and you're dealing with that kind of, you know, 18 to 24 year old kid, and you have to learn that you're you're not going to get the best out of them if you're constantly on their back. They'll tune you if, out. If, if you know, they, they just don't want to know. You know, if you if you encourage, but sometimes I, I had. I had an american last year who played for me last year who said you can't keep giving me compliments when i'm doing something wrong, wrong. <laughs> you have to tell me i'm doing something wrong And right. I said, look if you're doing something really wrong i'll let you know right but i'm not going to change my style of coaching and come down on you when i don't need to right I mean, that's like that might be what you're used to in the states but it's not what's going to happen it's, it's life's too short what's the best player you've seen in person best player i've seen in person <laughs> Uh, I'll give, can I give you one of each you know, one sure. American one American yep. and one um, so I'm actually going to give you two Americans sorry okay. uh, one of them actually played in Ireland in 1985 86 I think was the season and then went back went to Portugal and then went back and won three rings after that so Mario Alley okay so I was very lucky to see Mario play he was he was a phenomenal player but there was a, another American player that uh, played with him with the same club, Clester, Um, A guy called Kelvin Troy. Okay. Uh, now look up Kelvin Troy. Like the offers that man got when he was leaving the states were phenomenal. Um, this guy could have played at any level. Okay. And his kids have have you know the, the, the two girls who have become fantastic players over here. You know. And, okay. But a real gentleman, real nice guy. But man, when that man went on the floor. He was right. a different it was literally chalk and cheese. Right. Nicest guy in the world off the floor. But as soon as he stepped foot on the floor, you better watch out.
1: <laughs> I'm He'll telling you. you. <laughs> yes.
0: For fun. Yes. Um Irish players then. Um there have been some many great players over the years. And kind of watching my brother, my brother played at the highest level over here in the eighties, and I watched um guys like Tom O'Sullivan down in Cork, Francis O'Sullivan, who were Phenomenal players. Francis is one of the best coaches I've I've ever talked to. Uh, loves the game. I'd say back then, Lee McHale.
1: Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Just real quick, quick shout out to our, to, um, ttroops.com who allows us to keep this this thing going you know we're over 600 and almost 700 podcasts um, go over and support us and by supporting ttroops.com they allow us to do this go over and subscribe um, wherever you uh, like this and leave a review those five-star reviews do me a lot they i i know they take time to fill out and do um, and they mean a ton to to me and um, to everyone that, that helps us here uh, at coach market so uh yeah let's head back to the podcast
0: uh, who was probably everybody said would probably be the only Irish guy at that time that would have made the NBA. Okay. Um, and kind of latter years, kind of the last few years, there's um, there's a couple of really good guys. There's a guy down in Cork, though, uh, who's a real legend as far as I'm concerned. but like, he's still playing away. Has there he's been?
1: Still... A, has there been an Irishman in the NBA? Uh, Irish American. Yeah. Well, no, but it's somebody born yeah, in Ireland.
0: That- no, I don't think, I don't think, I'm Pass, Pass, what was his name, Pass, at Burke. Okay. So I think he played with Orlando for no. a couple of years. years. Okay. Um, but I think he might have been born in the States. Born in the States. Uh, we did have a, a lady like Susan Morin played with the Liberty in the right. WNBA. WNBA. Uh, she's now an associate head coach at, at St. Joe's. Okay. Uh, she holds all the scoring and rebound records in St. Joe's. She's a right. phenomenal kid. Phenomenal. She lives about 20 miles from where I live. Okay. <laughs> um, so the, the last guy was, was a guy called Jared Noonan. He's a guy from Cork. Okay. You know, a uh, real tough Small, like he, he Jarvis about six foot five, five, eleven, six foot, but would play against any big that you put him up. You could have put a guy about six eight or six ten in against him. I'd, I'd take they all, the same, the
1: they all have the same descriptions, which is like great players all are have the same. Yeah, I love toughness, they, <laughs> they all I, have I love, the same thing. They do though. That it's you're not alone in that. Who's the best player of all time? Best
0: player of all time is Michael Jordan. There is no, there's absolutely no like as i said earlier on the, the talk about magic and talk about larry even and, and lebron and kobe um like that that's all very fine uh, i still think michael jordan in his prime now playing in the league would be the
1: best player in the league i think he changed the game
0: too 100% 100% He'd like yeah, i'm so looking forward to this uh, i know uh, the espn is so i
1: was tweeting about i was tweeting about it like five weeks ago release the dang thing release the dang thing. Let, let
0: everybody see it now while we're sitting at home doing right that, you
1: know what I mean? so the, you know what the problem was i actually had somebody reach out to me and the problem was they didn't have it done like they, okay it wasn't it was it was in the, it, finished they, it wasn't finished so they're releasing two they they're trying to catch up because they know that everyone in the world's gonna watch this thing. even people <laughs> over
0: here like a, you see there's a lady called Jackie Hurley. She's one of the sports presenters over here in RTE, which right. is our, our national station. Jackie plays basketball a bit, but like she's tweeting about it today. Can't wait for tomorrow. Right. To watch Netflix, you know. Right. Everybody's saying that like we, we we're all kind of on. Just come on, get it out yes. there already. Yes. Let us yes. see this thing. So you know?
1: they know they got a gem. They just they want to make sure it's good before they do it. One hundred percent.
0: Who's the best player you ever saw? Who's the best player
1: ever? Well, I've, I've seen, ever? seen. I saw Michael play in person. Um, I, I'm I'm in Wisconsin, so I'm voting. I'm hoping Giannis becomes that person <laughs> and that we can win some rings in Milwaukee. Um so and one of my former players is on actually on the Bucks. So uh was, Very good. worse yeah. So I'm hoping I think they could have won it this year, so I'm feeling really sad about that. No,
0: they lost in the conference finals again.
1: Yeah. think would have beat them again, you know. Oh, I don't know though. I don't know. The Bucks you, know what of- I love
0: it. you know what I love about the Celtics, though? And just and I, I know I'm a Celtics fan. They play as a team. They do. You know I mean, They're probably the best team in they the Do, do you they know do. what I mean? They're, yeah. they're not reliant on, on one or two superstars. Right. They, they have pieces. maybe five or six stars. They right. all know their job and all know their roles and do them to the best of their life. And that
1: makes a good team.
0: Marcus Smart is probably one of my favorite players in the league. I do love I him. love him. Um, yeah. bet, uh, best game you've seen in person? Best game I've seen in person. So, I co- okay. it was. Me too. Uh, I coached
1: in mine too. The
0: best yeah, one I've seen. we we played uh, a varsity division one, which is our highest college league. It was our first ever final. We were uh, point down with five seconds to go. Uh, one of my guys hit a half court buzzer beater to win the game. So okay. that's uh, that's the best game I've watched. That game every time I feel sad, I go back and watch that game.
1: <laughs> Isn't it amazing what that, we want We won a state championship in which is the highest level for us in triple overtime um and in the either the beginning of the first or beginning of the second time a kid did the timeout and didn't have it and then we got free throws with no time it was like it was just oh, crazy man. like so many of the, the kids that come over here it's the same thing they're they're on the floor and they're turning to the referee looking for timeouts and i'm kind of looking at no oh, i didn't tell you that
0: i'm sorry i'm you know, not gonna do that over here you know? right yeah so but we don't get teed up which
1: is good no that's good um What's one thing
0: that's helped you become a better coach? A friend of mine, a couple of years ago, I, I went through – well, before, five years ago, I went through a really bad period where I was constantly on their back. In in uh, in 14 games, I had 15 tees. <laughs> oh, my God, coach. <laughs> that might be a record. It's, it's – yeah. <laughs> so uh, a really good friend of mine uh, from when I was younger, uh, who, he was an Irish coach, and he just uh, – he turned around to me one day and I got out really well with him, but he's not afraid to tell me when I'm wrong. You know, and he just, right. he looked at me. He says, that's a good time, friend. That's there a you good go. friend. <laughs> there you go. He just said, you know, every time you're doing that stuff, you're not coaching your team. So your team are the ones who are, who are getting hurt. Not you, not the referees. Your team are the ones who are getting hurt. I just, I remember going home in my car that evening and thinking about what he'd said because then I eventually got kicked out of the game when I went back and watched the video of the game afterwards and, and taught about what he'd said. You know, he's right. You know, yep. he's 100 percent right best thing that happened to me probably was last year when i was given the the, the head coach's job of the 20s women's team first came in i got kicked out of the gym and then i got an email from our elite performance committee and they said look if this happens again you're going to lose your job uh, with the irish team and i went okay well i'm not going to let that happen right because i have waited 20 years 25 years to be an irish coach so right that's not going to happen so I I didn't get a a T for I think I got one technical the rest of the season I I got one technical this season and right. like I'm coaching two
1: different teams so right like that's I think I think that's a great takeaway for anybody that's listening to this and I've learned that too like early in my career is like Bobby Knight was like yeah it was he's I was my hero. On, I, mean, I was all over people but but. But I have learned that. Don't get me wrong. I'll get on him if I need to get yeah, on them. Absolutely. But, but, most of the time, my guys are the ones that need work more than the officials. Yeah. Like, yeah you yeah. know.
0: We we brought in a, another good thing this year. Uh, Started the year we said anybody gets a tee player, coach, whatever. It's ten euros. Well, that's so every time you get teed up, you get ten euros. Yeah. And you know, we the end of the season we go and have a party with it. Yeah. But, <laughs> Thankfully, it wasn't that full. Well, it so that, wasn't that much. Full. No, Give me your uh,
1: what's your favorite quote? I think you think you sent it to me, but yeah, it's it's an
0: old kind of Bobby nightfall quote, and I'm sure somebody else probably said it before him. But that's where I heard it is: you know, fail to prepare is, is to prepare to fail. You know, I mean, it, it's your preparation is is everything. You, you prepare for the team that you're meeting. You, you prepare your players in the way you want them to play, and the way that you know they're able to play.
1: You've done your job, you yeah. know i agree um what's one word to describe your coaching style Uh, loud i love that i love it okay best, best best coach of all time states or anywhere uh i don't know like you can pick one from each if you need to politically yeah i
0: think that that would probably be a little bit better like um from what i've seen uh pop is is an exceptional coach um, for me now even after watching the likes of um, Memory Block here now uh, Phil Jackson and these guys and Pat Riley over the years I just think Brad Stevens is. and I'm, I know again I'm a Celtic supporter I just think he's I just think he's so smart I mean right. every time there's a timeout he comes out of a timeout and they're on offense they've got an offensive out of bounds it's a bucket every time I'd, it's just I'd say his percentages out of timeouts are just ridiculous right um, I just think he, he's a really smart guy he's very, very calm. I love the way he coaches. I love the way his teams
1: play for him. I love how him. he can do that. I wish I could do that. I wish be I could. Be as calm as that. And be so cerebral during it. I think it's it's the player in me that's just like, he's just so like, I would love to know what's going on in that brain. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I, with there like, that's, and no disrespect to you or me, or any other
0: coach, but that's the difference. That is. That's the difference between being that next level guy. So, like, the footballer over here, Roy Keane, uh, I'm sure you've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, like, the soccer player. Like, Roy Keane was captain of Manchester United for years and captain of Ireland. But, like, he was cerebral. He, he was the one who was, you know, always ahead of everybody else, always thinking ahead of everybody else, thinking right. about his teammates as a player. Uh, and that's
1: what made him better than everybody else. So, so I'm going to, before I ask the last question, is 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 basketball like i don't want to say this in a wrong way but is it a second class sport in ireland in do you have a hard time getting the athletes to play basketball when there are seven eight nine ten in ireland so in ireland it's it's football and hurling are first so okay. there are there are national sports ga okay
0: um Gaelic athletic association then next would be at the minute probably soccer i'd say Okay. Um, because kids have a great chance of coming, of playing here and then moving to play in England in the Premier League and stuff. Uh, after that, then would be rugby, uh, which is real American football without the pads and the helmets and all right. that kind of stuff. Yep. You know, real men's game. Yep. And, and then, <laughs> then basketball. Okay. You know, the, the, the funny thing about it is that, like, participation wise, there are more people playing basketball than any other sport apart from the GA in Ireland. Wow. Okay. Like, there's over 200.
1: But I'm, but I'm saying it's a finite number. It's a pool that you're picking from, and if you're not that, – that's the hard part. Like, kids it in U.S. play, if you're a good athlete, you're going to play baseball, you're going to play football, you're going to play basketball. You're going to find one of those that you can – And what we get over
0: here is we get a lot of kids who dual sport. So, like, like we talked about Dana earlier on. Right. Uh, Claire Melia, who was the captain of that. And Claire did, was, was with St. Joe's for the first half of the of the year. Right, she left left just after Christmas, and she was rookie the week out there. Like her numbers are ridiculous, ridiculous as a rookie. But she also played Gaelic football for her county. Okay, you know, so you find that a lot of our best athletes probably play two sports. Some of them play three sports. Right, uh, it's crazy, you know. I mean, uh, Susan Moore herself, like who, like Hall of Famer in Saint Joe's and in Ireland, and like Susan played international tennis as well. You know, so
1: right, you know, it, so it's, the it's really bad. good ones do multiple things to do.
0: To do, yeah. they do. And me as a coach, like I've seen in the college situation, I allowed them to do that because I think if you ask them to pick one or the other, you're going to lose out. Yeah, you are. Do you like halves or quarters? Uh, I like quarters. No, I like quarters. Okay. Yeah. I think you can get more time to talk to the kids if things are going wrong. I would like to see some of the stuff that you guys do in the states implemented here. I'd like to see the on-court timeouts. I'd like to see things like that allowed right. in FIBA. FIBA. Um I think it'd be. Uh, I think it'd make for a better game. I think I don't want the TV timeouts and all that kind of stuff. Every three um, minutes, it ruins the flow. Trust uh, me. Oh, I, I, at that tournament, at that Belfast Classic with all those Division One teams, and I'm sitting I'm sitting courtside with Dave with with and we're watching the game and. Next minute the game stops with two minutes to go. And I'm going, What's going on, Dave? No
1: one called a timeout. Right. You have to explain it to me. You know. TV it's timeout. Do you think uh, jump ball? Yes or no? I think it should be gone. I personally think it's a part of the game that should be gone. It's, it's like ball start of the game, end the story. Alternate. I don't even yeah. think you should do it at the start of the game. I think the home team should get the ball or the visiting team should get the ball, and then just alternate possession. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but the officials have gotten really bad at throwing the ball up.
0: Yeah, yeah 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 we we yes i, I agree um
1: <laughs> like the, the,
0: the guys over here you can imagine as well like i mean we're not the tallest country in the world so most of our officials are you know right. maybe five foot nine or five foot right. ten and they're going in with guys that are six foot eight they don't want to be
1: in there well and they, they haven't to. practiced it they're not yeah, like yeah. when i played everything was a jump ball so they were practicing it more
0: they're not yeah. even practicing
1: it Re- referees don't do
0: enough practice as far as i no, know i but I, I, that's whatever. what i hope
1: would like fiba or somebody will come in and say let's just get the, the it's an archaic thing the jump ball is archaic let's just get rid of it like yeah
0: i, I could deal with that yeah i wouldn't mind that but I, if not that then just the one that we do it over here so we're alternate
1: so yeah it's one, we are one too. jump
0: start of the game and away you go um shot clock yes or no yes definitely and length 24 is good with us in a minute we we did have 30 second shot clocks over here i think i did anywhere 24 to 30 i'm, I'm easy with I'm okay
1: easy with. uh three point shot what's the right distance i think the, the nba line is a little bit too far i do uh, too. i think the FIBA line is good
0: FIBA line is good was well, that about 28 feet or something? Like i have a FI- few I,
1: yeah i think i think feeba's about right i think the court is getting too small yeah it's it needs to get wider <laughs> yeah and it yeah, probably right. needs to be 94 everywhere like we're 84 in our high school it needs to be 94 everywhere and it needs to be wider like the bodies okay. are just getting so big so you're 80, 84 long isn't in you? high school 84 long in high school wow and we're playing guys that play like division one basketball like legit like it's like that's way too small and the and the three-point line is the top of the yeah no that's
0: that's too close as well yeah it's, yeah, it's, like, a, it's like oh yeah. yeah i think i think the feeble line is good I, I think it did is like, too. if do you change size of ball then for men's and women's?
1: Yes, it's 28 and a half and twenty-nine and a half or whatever it yeah, is. Same here six and seven over here. Yeah, it's perfect. All right, coach. So two things. First of all, you've broken my record on podcasts. So we both like to talk over there two hours. So nice job. <laughs> we we broke the record. That's the first thing. Second thing is do you have any parting words for um for the listeners and is there any way that like someone in the states can watch this like can they watch your team is there any way to do that oh, yeah, yeah
0: yeah we we okay. like so our facebook channels okay uh, facebook page we we uh, live stream all our home games okay every home game is live streamed on it Carroll basketball Okay. Uh, Facebook. Um, so that's good for the,
1: that's good for the Americans that their parents can watch and stuff. That's yeah. actually
0: the reason we started doing it. Okay. Uh, and it, it's really great. Now what we do, like this year we do back to back games. So our men's game, our men's game would be 1230 in the morning here. Okay. And women's games would be 315 in the afternoon. Okay. And um, so Caitlin would come in and literally live stream DJ's game. And then DJ would come in and stream Caitlin's okay. game. And it, it was great. You know, I mean, it was, it's fantastic for those back in the states being able to watch their kids play, and even for our own supporters who aren't able to make it to the games because they might be away on you know with right. their kids doing something, they're able to sit down and watch it wherever That's they are. That's awesome. So we're going, we're going for the first time ever. We're going Friday night games next year. Well, that would be great. So and we're hoping like that. We did it twice this year, and the crowd we had at the game was phenomenal. It was the biggest so crowd is, we've ever had. So
1: is, is is there is I don't know if if, if in Ireland. Uh, fish fries are a big deal on Friday nights and, uh, the fish and chips. So they, yeah. Fish and chips, man. Fish and chips. Yeah. It used to be a big thing. It's not, not so much anymore. Not so it's much not. anymore. But, okay. But it, it, you get the,
0: like it, the, the, older crew would definitely still be into the fish and chips on a Friday,
1: a Friday, and then come to the game. All right. Any parting words, coach? Um,
0: I suppose like enjoy what you do. You know, when you stop enjoying what you're doing, walk away. Right. Um, be approachable, be helpful, uh, and, you know, be as
1: good as you can be for the people that you're, you're coaching. I think that's a great takeaway. and I, I think – all right, thank you, Coach. God bless. Hey, Coach, hope you enjoyed that. If you did, okay, go join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You You want to become a better basketball coach, let me help you. You know, where else can you find a mentor for, you know, a dinner at McDonald's, basically. Let me help you. Um, not only resources and communities and handouts and one-on-one calls and office hours. It's got a little bit of everything that will help you become a better basketball coach. Also, go over, um, subscribe and like, leave a review. And if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, click down below. We would appreciate it. All right. Have a great day.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.